Get ready for an eargasm as you listen to unsolicited advice from that chick you know, and that chick you know would be me, India L. Trotter. Sit back, relax, and get ready for a full dose of real talk. Enjoy the podcast, and note, this podcast is for mature audiences only. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, 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 hello. That was my line of Richie right there. <laughs> so, hello, everyone. Let me introduce the podcast. The podcast is Unsolicited Advice from That Chick You Know, and That Chick You Know would be me, India L. Trotter. And I start off each podcast talking about how excited I am to be here, and I really am because... It's just interesting and amazing to me that I can get anyone to listen to my rant and my rhetoric. So I'm just so happy that you guys are here to listen to it. So you want to hear it? Here it goes. Today's topic came to me as I was surfing social media yesterday because unlike all the other people in America and around the world, I was not watching the Super Bowl. I was actually at work. So there's some things that I missed. Like, I didn't know that the Denver Broncos had beat um, the Carolina Panthers. Shout out to the Denver Broncos for winning the Super Bowl. Not that it really matters to me because my team, are, or my teams, excuse me, are the Chargers and the Eagles. And we can discuss that later. Well, maybe, I, maybe I'll have some, like, female football talk. Maybe I'll do a podcast like that. But not this year, next year when the season gets into gets underway. Because I actually do watch football and I have a reason why I have my teams. But again, I digressed. Let me um, move back to the topic. So, like I was saying, I was at work surfing social media. And one of the things that I saw was that some former NFL player, Bill Romanowski, is that how you say it? I don't know. He used to be a Denver Bronco, but he was reacting to... I guess Cam Newton's disappointment for his loss of the Super Bowl because who wouldn't be disappointed? You get that far and then you don't bring your dream to fruition. You know, so yeah, he's a little upset. But nonetheless, this guy, Bill Romanowski, sends out this tweet. And in the tweet, it says verbatim, you will never last in the NFL with that attitude. The world doesn't revolve around you, boy, with an exclamation mark. And then hashtag Cam Newton. So, for those who don't understand what the problem is with this tweet, this podcast is for you. Because there's a lot of things that people say that are cloaked with racism. There's that undertone. It's that hidden racism. Things that you say that don't sound like they should be inappropriate, but are totally meant to be demeaning, off-putting, and um, just downright um, disrespectful. And it's all based on race. I mean, here you have a white male calling a grown African-American male a boy. It was to show um, a lack of power to actually take his power away from him to detract from his accomplishments to make him feel lesser than 
what he already is. And let's be clear, Cam Newton is very accomplished. In addition to his most major accomplishment, which is being a grown-ass black male who is an MVP in the National Football League, but he's a father. He's a um, face of a franchise. He is uh, so much more than what any one of us would label a boy. So let's be clear, this Bill Romanowski character did not say that he was acting like a boy. He called him a boy. And so with that, today's podcast will be Five Racist Things You Should Never Say. I want to make it five racist things you should never say or do because if one more motherfucker asks me, is that your hair, I'm going to have a problem. Becky, stop asking me if this is my hair inappropriately in front of folks. Okay, I just had to get that off my chest. Because you, ladies, ladies of color, you know that you will be in the middle of an office and Becky will say, I like your hair. Is that your hair? Don't do that. So it should be five. The topic should be five racist things that you should not say or do. But I'm just going to keep it at or say. So let's get started, shall we? Number one. The first word that you should not use anymore is the word uppity. And I don't really hear people use uppity a lot anymore. But uppity means that you are a black person who doesn't know your place. That is the origin or the original meaning of that word. That uppity and the word arrogant. As a black person, when I hear someone call me arrogant, it means in my mind that you're telling me that I don't know my place. And that because my thoughts of me are greater than your thoughts of me, that you feel that I should feel less than more than equal to or superior. So I don't like the word uppity. I also don't like the word arrogant. But if you want to describe me as having my nose in the air, call me bougie. I can be bougie, but I can't be uppity and I cannot be arrogant. Not when you're speaking to a person of color. I don't like those two words. So let's let's take those out of our vocabulary, shall we? Number two. Now, this next one, and I'm guilty because as you listen to this podcast, I don't want you all to think that I'm like this holier than now. I've never said any of these things type of person. But once you know what the meanings are, you don't necessarily want to continue to say them. So I'm trying to do better. But this particular one is the itis. Now, the itis is used to refer to that feeling you have after you've eaten. Like you almost want to go into like this food-like coma. Like you just become immediately tired and want to lay down. And typically that's because of some chemical things that are going on in your body and digestive systems and things of that nature. But we refer to it as the itis. And you have heard people say it and I think it started to cross um, barriers, color barriers. But the the bottom line is that the word itis stemmed from 
and I'm about to be extremely vulgar and use a word that is totally inappropriate. Please do not feel free to use this word when speaking to me, but it's typically called the niggeritis. And we, as black people, have been labeled lazy after we eat. So, as you can see, the root of the word and the meaning behind it is something that we just shouldn't say anymore. We should just leave that word to the side. After you eat, just be like, uh, uh, I'm a little tired. Don't say, I got the itis. Even though I have said it, but I'm not going to say it anymore. I'm going to work on that. Let's step away from saying that. And non-people of color, you should not say this word. It's bad. It's kind of like saying the N-word, but not really, but kind of. Okay then, moving on. Number three. Okay, so this next phrase is one that is used when we are getting unsolicited advice or maybe some interruption. I don't want to use the word heckle because I see it in all the definitions, but I'll use the word heckle. Um, from someone or input from someone that we don't want. We will use the phrase, no comments from the peanut gallery. You guys have heard that. No, no, we don't need no comments from the peanut gallery. Okay, well, this phrase, the peanut gallery, is cloaked in racism because back in the day, in vaudeville day, or even pre-vaudeville, African Americans or black patrons were not permitted to sit in the same portions of the theater as their Anglo brothers and sisters. And so, while Becky and Bob were down below, we have all of our black brothers and sisters sitting in what was called the peanut gallery, which was above where everybody, it's kind of like in the balcony, if you will, where everyone had to sit. And the reason why it was called the peanut gallery was because the least expensive of all the snacks is what was served there. And that was peanuts. So if you were sitting in the cheap seats or the seats that were not um, considered the better seats in the theater, you were considered being seated in what was called the peanut gallery. So, we won't be using that phrase anymore, no comments from the peanut gallery, because what you're basically saying when you say that phrase is, we don't want any comments from those who are lesser than ourselves. And so you need to be quiet. No, especially not when you're talking to people of color. You might wanna leave that one out. So, Again, we won't be using that phrase anymore. Number four. All right, this next word is going to be a little shocking and surprising to some, but the word is picnic. So, historically, picnic was associated with lynchings. And again, I'm going to be um, crude because I'm not going to substitute a word here, but they used to be referred to picnickers. So, basically, what would happen is um, when African Americans were lynched, it would be kind of like this um, get-together, if you will, of all of these people, um, historically white people, who were lynching black folks. So, they would call it a picnic. And so, once you know that, I don't want to be invited to a picnic. Don't invite me to no picnic. 
You can invite me to a cookout. You can invite me to a barbecue. And you can invite me to an outing. A picnic? Not so much. We're going to stay away from that word. Because now I know the meaning of it. I know where it derived from. And yet, you know, folks have a tendency of trying to say what it means now. But I don't care what it means now if I know where it came from. And I know it came from a bad place. And I know it came from some of my ancestors hanging from trees and having nooses and ropes around their neck. So I'm not going to go to a picnic. Now, if you're having a cookout, a gathering, I'm all there. I'm all about the food. But don't invite me to the picnic. And, you know, more than and more, more importantly, don't, um, let's not talk about picnics. Not with me. It's a bad word. And we're going to stay, we're going to stay away from it. I know folks are going to be like, oh, you're taking it a little bit too far. I'm not taking it a little bit too far. My ancestors hung from trees at what was called a picnic. So I'm not going to, just a couple hundred years later, decide that I'm not going to acknowledge that this has happened and just arbitrarily go to a picnic. No picnics. Cookouts, gatherings, barbecues. See you there. And number five. All right, then. This one here is for those people who have children. Little children. We all know the, the, um, it's not, it's not a nursery rhyme. It's not a nursery rhyme. It's just a little cute little catchphrase. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by the toe. Y'all remember that? Well, again, with roots back in slavery time, it used to didn't, the phrase didn't used to have the word tiger in it. It used to be eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch it inward by the toe. Now, I've said inward already during the course of this, this whole podcast, but I'm just tired of saying it because it is very offensive. And, you know, it's unfortunate that so many, um, so many of the words that we're discussing today have their roots in um, a time that just was not a good place for black people. So, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by the toe. It was later changed to tiger to be non-offensive. But when you know where it comes from, talking about if he hollers, let him go. We were talking about a person. So, it, again, it's not innocent, folks. It's not innocent. And we can't just change meanings and make it be something different. Now, I'm not opposed to change. But we can't make it something different. We can't make it something good. So I just implore you, parents, let's not say this one with our children. Because now that you know the truth and where it derived from, what are you really saying? Are you saying that it's okay? Like, oh, it's just cute. It's not cute. Come up with something different. All right. I'm finished on my rant on that one. And for honorable mention, and just in closing, I'm going to need folks, because I know I said five, but this really kind of would be six, but I'm going to need folks to stop saying that um, when I see you, I don't see race, or when I see you, I don't see color. You know how they do. Oh, I, you know, I don't see color. I'm going to need you to listen up and pay attention. If you can't see color, or if you don't see color, and if you don't see race, then the bottom line is that you don't see me. 
And what happens is that you use phrases and phraseology and terms that are totally inappropriate when you're speaking to me. You might ask a question or pose something that becomes offensive to me because you have totally disregarded the fact that I am an African-American woman. I am a black woman. So there are some things that you need to, there's a level of sensitivity that you need to have racially when you speak to me. And if you don't see that I'm an African-American woman or you don't see my color, then that will put you in a bad predicament. And for the sake of this podcast, I'm talking about myself, but I'm really talking about everyone. There is a level of sensitivity that you should have to all races, all people, based on who they are, what their race is, and what their historical background has been here in this country and in other countries. You can't treat me with the respect that I need to be treated with unless you acknowledge first what you see before you. And what you see before you may be different than you, but it doesn't mean that we are unequal. And so with that, I need you to be mindful, folks, of what it is that you say to me or to any other person of color or of different ethnicity. Speak to folks with respect. Speak to individuals with understanding. If we could just learn how to speak to each other, how to talk to each other, maybe, just maybe, in the words of the infamous Rodney King, we could all just get along. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Advice from That Chick You Know. And if you'd like to hear more from me, That Chick You Know, please follow me on Instagram or Twitter at IndyTrot, I-N-D-Y-T-R-O-T, or like me on Facebook, India L. Trotter.